Hey, thanks for listening to Catch My Six. Please remember to hit that follow button. And if you have any feedback for us, leave us a message on anchor.fm. We'd love to hear from you. Help us get the word out there, spread the positivity, and follow us on Instagram. Every day we have a choice to make. Grow or regress. And today, you are choosing to grow. Welcome to Catch My Six. Life's a struggle, and whether that struggle is positive or negative, it's gonna be there. And you gotta be, you gotta be ready for when those things happen. Always progression, never regression. You can't change yesterday and you can't predict tomorrow. All you can do is focus on today. Be better today than you were yesterday and you'll always be in a state of progression if you live that way. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Catch My Six. I am so excited to have you guys back. We are going with part two of where we left off in the first episode of 2021, talking about our goals for this year and for the future. Um, so uh, today we have a guest. Uh, we don't have Tim with us. Our, my co-host is not on. He had to work swings, but uh, I do have a special guest with us today. Her name is Nicole. We go uh, back pretty far, and she's close friends with my wife as well. And uh, so she in herself is uh, a master planner, and I'm hoping that her background in that realm can help us out with uh, our goals this year. So without further ado, Nicole, how are you? Welcome to, welcome to the show. Wonderful. Thank you, and thanks for having me. Absolutely. So um, I've known you for... Gosh, how long has it been? Now we have to do math. Let's not do math. That shows our age. <laughs> yeah. Let's not uh, do that. Let's do that. <laughs> Let's just uh, throw a ballpark out there. Um, shoot, six years, seven years, something like that. Yeah, uh, the kid's seven years old. So yeah, a little more than that. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, there you go. That's easy math right there. Uh, yeah. So yeah, a little over seven years. And uh, since I've known you, you've been a pretty good, well-rounded organizer. Every time I come over to the house, it's spick and span. Everything's got its place. Um, so has it always kind of been that way for you? Naturally, honestly, yes. I was raised with parents. My dad was military when I was young. And then moved so much that everything just had to have its place until we were able to function and move into normal civilian society as kids. So everything's always had its place. So out of curiosity, and this is kind of off topic, but uh, from your perspective, how, how has that change going from being a military type family to uh, moving into retirement when your dad got out and you guys had to move into like a civilian type lifestyle? How has that change? That change actually was not that hard for me. I was only six at the time. So it was one school. I mean, I went through a whole bunch of different schools because at that point in time, my dad had moved quite a bit as we were finding areas in Greensboro that were nice to live in. There were some shady parts that we were living in until we learned the area. <laughs> but other than moving, I think I went through what? One, two, three, four, five different schools before we stayed put. And then that was fourth grade. And from fourth grade on, I was in the same place. So it wasn't too bad. I get used to making new friends pretty quickly. That's actually kind of cool. You don't really hear a lot of um, like 
stories where your your dad retires when you're at a young age. At least from I mean from the military, it's understand it's like twenty years or so. But um, you know, most of the time they're in the military the entire t- your entire childhood basically. So- he would have actually been Desert Storm had just kicked off and come to an end. And right about the time Desert Storm was wrapping up, they were offering people at 10 years to, it wasn't an early retirement. It was a severance package, essentially. So he took the severance package and started working the aviation civilian side. Oh, well, there you go. That's smart. Good for him. Yeah. Fantastic. Done well with it ever since. <laughs> That's uh, kind of where I'm looking to go as well. Um, you know, you know that I'm an aircraft mechanic, and your husband is also in the aircraft realm, um, too. And so I'm looking whenever I get out to obviously stay aviation. I just love aircraft and love being around them. You, what do you do? You're a NDI, right? I was NDI, yes. Okay, so what do you do now? I'm a stay-at-home mom now. Nice. So you just yeah. get to organize all the time. Way too much. If I rearrange the kitchen one more time, my husband might get a little upset. <laughs> it's almost it's, it's almost like having flow. It's almost like having the in laws in town and they put things in the wrong spot, but it's just you rearranging everything till you <laughs> find that perfect yes. spot. <laughs> we do that about every every time we move for about the first six to eight months. Dusty will come home and he's like, Seriously, where is the pan? <laughs> It's in a spot yeah. that makes more sense. I'm sorry, it flows in the kitchen. I'm in here most of the time. It has to flow. Yeah, well, the the thing is, like, the, the husbands usually are the first ones to offload the truck, so they just put anything anywhere that makes sense to them. And then once the wife gets in the kitchen, it's like they can't find anything, and so they rearrange oh. to their specification. <laughs> I got to give this man credit this go-around. He was so good. Uh, my brother came down to help him unpack, and my brother's like, all right, where do you want this? And he's like, Nicole already labeled the boxes. Just set them in the rooms that she wants them in. Don't unpack them. Don't do anything. Just set them there. She'll do it. Nice. And then the next morning we woke up. My brother's like, hey, what can I do? I was like, unpack Kylie's room. That's good. <laughs> yeah. That's... I got the rest of this. <laughs> Just unpack her toys. It doesn't matter where the toys go. Just <laughs> put them in a. My in brother a was somewhere. raised like I was, so they were gonna end up somewhat organized, anyways. Oh, Legos fantastic. don't go with connects, so they don't work <laughs> together. Dang, that's crazy. When uh, when I was growing up, I was more of a, I was more the rebellious. You know, like my my dad was very organized, very um, everything had its place. My grandfather is very much like that as well. And, uh, you know, for me, it was more of a rebellious thing. I just didn't want to because, you know, my dad expected it of me. And so I challenged him at every turn. And uh, so I think I've just kind of held on to that for a while. I'm pretty organized now as far as, like, trying to organize my thoughts. But, I mean, that's that's pretty hard to do as it is just because I have a million and one thoughts that kind of pass through my mind at any given point. And so, uh, like, I journal and stuff. And so when I'm journaling... Like from from the time I start till the time I'm you know finishing up the small you know six by nine page I'm on a completely different topic than what I started on. And that's completely okay. That's how the wor- working process works. So, but actually, I was out here talking on my front porch with a friend a couple of days ago. Her house is not organized to my extent, but nobody is honestly. I <laughs> I will never judge anybody for not being organized <laughs> to my extent. That's just not it's not natural. 
but she was sitting there. She was like, I just don't really enjoy cleaning where I find it enjoyable. And I was like, well, we went back to childhood memories and things like that. And I remember my mom, Saturday morning was cleaning day. We would all wake up. We would clean as a family first thing Saturday morning and we would be done and the house would be good for the weekend. But she would come in with a vacuum, wake me up with a vacuum, which at 16, I grumbled a lot, but there was always Journey or Ario playing on the radio, yeah. always good, good music playing on the radio. And half the time we were dancing and singing while we were doing it. So for me, it was just good memories. So now when I clean, it's still those good memories. Heck yeah. But for her, when she was sitting there talking, she's like, my mom never really made us clean. And when she did, it was like this angry situation. And it was never a great situation. I was like, all right, well, let's try something new. Put on some music you like and create good memories while you're cleaning. Create a good atmosphere. That's actually a, that's, that's a really interesting point. Um, I remember when I was deployed in 2017, I was talking with a dad out there. And, uh, you know, when you deploy and you're away from the family, your perspective really changes and you start to like want to do those small things, whether it be, you know, brushing your teeth with your with your kids or cleaning up their room with them, you know, whatever opportunity you have to spend with your kids, you want to take it because you've had that time without them. And uh, that was one thing that he was mentioning was like, you know, as as dads, you know, we oftentimes are raised in a way where it's, you know, you get told to do something and it's just expected, you know, go clean your room and your dad disappears and you're left to clean your room. And then he comes back to inspect to whether, you know, whether or not you met his expectations. And if not, you know, there's, you know, uh, there's consequences the, for those yeah. actions. You exactly. met him. Great. You get to go play. There's a good consequence. <laughs> you didn't meet it. Well, you're doing it again. Exactly. But there's that, there's this like new dynamic almost where, um, you, you want to do it with, your kids because if you do it with them and you show them that joy of doing it with them they take pride in cleaning their room because they see that you're taking pride in doing it with them as well um i saw i saw a, a post on instagram a while back um of it was it was literally no words on it but it was just a check mark next to a dad brushing his teeth behind his son and then an X mark next to a picture of just a dad yelling at his son while he brushed his teeth. And I don't know why, man, it just hit me so hard because, you know, oftentimes with the kids, it's like, hey, go brush your teeth. And, you know, with me, I got four. And so, you know, you're trying to manage, you know, any one of these kids at any point, you know, they could all be doing different things. And so, you know, that kind of hit me because that was basically me. I was saying, hey, go brush your teeth. And then, you know, I would leave, you know what I mean? And uh, I actually took that different approach and I started brushing my teeth with my kids and dude, it was like black and white. Like the kids would come up to me. If I wasn't brushing my teeth with them, they'd be like, dad, can you brush your teeth with me? And like, we would all just sit in the bathroom and brush our teeth. And I, it's just the small things. You know what I mean? Like they, like you can it set, is. you, yeah, you could, you could set that foundation for them if, you know, you're willing to at least try, you know, and, and change your own perspective, uh, from what you grew up in. That's a good point on that one, too, because that's something I haven't done with her, which in the past I always did. I used to always go in there and brush my teeth first thing in the morning with her. But at that same time, I was working swing shift. I was doing NDI as a civilian, and I saw her for an hour a day during the week, and it was that morning time. So we'd brush our teeth together. We'd make breakfast together. We'd sit and talk, and then we'd walk to school together. We'd race to school. And the perspective has kind of changed a little bit now, or a lot, actually, now that I've been home since this PCS 
COVID and everything else, not going to be working anytime soon. So, and Jesse's schedule is so ridiculous that I, even if I did get a job, I don't know if I'd be able to actually hold it and be good for a company right now. Wow. So your, your perspective is almost, um, I, well, I, I honestly couldn't imagine what you're going through because if Jesse's schedule is busy, that means, and, and you're an at-home mom right now, um, you know, your brand time new. is, fo- yeah, <laughs> yeah, for you, you know, you're always, you always had a job. And, I've uh, always worked. I've always had school. Kylie was in daycare from what, I think three weeks, four weeks after I had her. She was with another family until she was old enough to go to daycare, full-time student, full-time working. Man. And then now you're at home with her all the time and the times that you wish you had, you know, somewhat of a break when, when that, when Jesse comes home or for those listening, your husband, partner, whoever it might be, you know, you're not getting that cause his, his, he's very busy as well with his work schedule and, you know, so on. So you're having to spend kind of that extra time and it changes your, it changes your view almost a little bit where when you have little time, you value you couldn't get what it enough. little bit. Yeah, exactly. And then now that you have too much, it's almost like, man, I just need a break, you know, and it, it changes how you see it a little bit. That's I never thought I would be to the point where, you know, a weekend away with my husband would be actually wonderful beforehand. When we were in Shepherd, I was like, no, I don't want to drop her off to my in-laws for a weekend. I don't want to do this because I don't see her all week long. I'd rather just go do stuff as a family. And now that we're here doing it this way and I'm going... Yeah, my mom can take her for a weekend. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. We, we enjoyed a beautiful na- our trip up to Asheville. I took them up to the mountains a couple of months ago. Absolutely best time ever. Never had a break from... Well, I don't think I've ever really had a long weekend away from her where she's been left anywhere. And that was our first time, and it was quite nice. They did miss her, though. Yeah. I, I mean, you always miss your kids, you know? Um, but, yeah, that's that's kind of kind of a different dynamic. Sabrina's talked to me a few times about what that at-home mom dynamic is, and uh, it's totally different from the working mom, and it's totally different from husbands, too, you know, husbands and working husbands, you know, like, they have their perception of what a at-home mom should be like, and, you know, if you don't truly sit down with your wife and, and have that conversation of what it truly is, and kind of understand their perspective and, and the shoes that they wear and what you are wearing right now, you know, uh, yeah. we can, it causes for a little bit of turmoil in there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so we've had but, some growing pains too. Yeah. I can't imagine. I can't imagine. <laughs> and so I'm so, sitting here going, everything's gotta be in its place. Everything's gotta be perfect. And he's going, sweetie, don't have to be running 24 seven. When I come home, you can relax. And I'm like, I don't understand. <laughs> I, I cannot compute. <laughs> I do not understand. This is not, I, I don't, I don't have a J-O-B outside of the house. It's got to be perfect. Yeah. You have nowhere to put your outlet, your energy, and uh, so it's constantly burnt in your home. Yes, it wow. is actually. That's, uh, that's kind of crazy. So um, what uh, kind of transitioning and maybe not hopefully too much, uh, do any of your... 2021 goals or aspirations kind of tie into maybe finding some rest and peace within uh, being an at-home mom as far as like calming down and not having to feel that anxiety of moving constantly. It actually does, but I don't have a goal set for this year. Instead, I decided to choose a word for this year. 
Ooh, what is it? I chose positivity. There's so much negative going on in the world. I find myself getting a little more dark and gloomy because I don't have an outlet here to go and do my own thing. That positivity is my word for this year. We're going to make it through and I'm going to find the positive in everything I can. Okay. So how do you plan to execute that? So my mornings, actually this started back in December, but my mornings start five o'clock in the morning. So I have my own peace and quiet. I know that's way early for a lot of people. A lot of people could do it in the evenings too. But for me, I know that it's my time by myself. My husband's going to work. So I legitimately cannot be bothered at that time because my kid's sleeping and he's gone. And I uh, listened to a lady called Abraham Hicks. She's kind of religious, but very positive. Everything she has to say is very positive and uplifting for the morning. So it's just a way to get my mindset set into that positive aspect. And then I shut her down. I shut my eyes down and a little bit of meditation. And that's legitimately shutting my brain completely off, not having a thought. And then when those thoughts start coming back in, I try to focus on the good things that are going on around me, what I see, everything else. Right now, I would love to tell you the positive is snow, but the snow hasn't hit yet. Maybe it'll hit tomorrow. Well, it's it sounds be like cold. it's raining. It is raining. Yeah, I, I, I hear the, uh, the pitter-patter. I haven't seen rain in a long time, so my positive is I actually enjoy the rain right now. Ask me in a couple of years. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, um, when, you, when you see the positivity in your day, um, you know, oftentimes we get stuck with kind of that negative mindset and seeing a lot of the negativity. So how, how are you besides meditation? So when your day starts off that way, it always, it always kind of gives you that burst of energy to, to kind of do the positive route, but somewhere in the day, you kind of have to recenter yourself and, and reset, right? Cause that's how it is for me. Oh yeah. You definitely have to reset. You'll get frustrated throughout the day, especially right now our kids being uh it's not really homeschool it's k-12 online so it's a public school but it is i'm doing all of the schooling okay so it's homeschool i just don't have to do the planning gotcha yeah i've, I've actually heard of that uh, a friend of ours here in san antonio is also doing that so we'll go through and i want to say probably about nine o'clock in the morning i'm absolutely frustrated she's absolutely frustrated and it's <laughs> always right around the time where she has to do a little bit of writing and keep in mind, she's seven, so three sentences for her should be a joke. She's Texas school raised. She was doing that in kindergarten. Yeah. But to get her to write three sentences about anything is just pulling hair. So by the end of that, I'm absolutely frustrated. I want to throw things across the living room. <laughs> she probably wants to punch me if we want to be honest, but she's not going to use those words or say those words because she's <laughs> afraid that might get her in trouble. Yeah, obviously. So is that... At that point, if we get to that point, and normally we do, we both end up having to take a step back. She is able to go in. We have a box of, it's got like Play-Doh in it, uh, jacks in it, like the little rubber, rubber ball with the jacks that we used to play with when we were kids. Yeah. And a couple of outside toys along with her bike. She can go for a bike ride, and I'm able to sit back down on the front porch, which is my happy spot. And we just... Both of us recenter away from each other, and then we come back in because this is also a lot of us together, and we're not used to this. And she is yeah. still my kid. Yeah, I was gonna say you—you you both have very strong personalities. Even though she's just seven, she has a very—she's very much your personality. 
Oh, yes. I'm just hoping she picks up more of her dad because her dad is so <laughs> calm and collected and nothing ever really bothers him. Yeah. I hope she gets that part. I, she, she might grow into it, you know. Uh, we'll cross our fingers and pray for it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so with, uh, so with you know, taking on this, this uh, positivity for the year 2021, which is, I agree with you, 100% necessary, uh, but also changing your your whole dynamic as far as parenting, as far as work, as far as your energy output, um, your day looks completely different. And that obviously requires a lot of planning. How, how do you do it? Okay, so planning wise, we've got, we've got a chore chart in the laundry room for the two of us. She complains all the time that daddy has nothing, but I have to keep reminding her <laughs> that, you know, daddy leaves the house and goes to work and provides for the family that way. So our job is to take care of the stuff at home. So we've got chores divided out. And actually the two of us sat down at the end of summer and decided on what we thought was fair. Keep in mind, she's seven. So hers aren't very hard. It's like vacuuming the stairs, dusting the windows. And we've got that for the house. And then for her schooling, um, normally Fridays are really easy days for her because she always gets ahead Monday through Thursday. So Friday morning, I have her sit down at the computer and do her stuff on her own. And I'll just check over it as I can. And I sit down and it was about five hours today that I sat down and looked at her plan for next week, pulled out all the worksheets, pulled out all the blocks and everything else that we need, manipulatives, and it's all set up and organized in the closet. We've got a nice little Harry Potter closet here where I've got three different bookshelves. <laughs> do you keep her in the uh, Harry Potter closet? No, but that's not a bad idea. <laughs> Actually, funny side note, when we first moved here, because keep in mind, we were in Texas, we were in Wichita Falls, and, you know, tornadoes are a thing. And last year, it was tornado season, I think, the entire year by accident. So the first thunderstorm hits here, and she grabs her iPad, grabs the dogs, and goes, Mom, I need food. I'm going to the closet. And I'm like, but why? <laughs> she goes, well, it's thunderstorming outside. Doesn't that mean there's a tornado coming? No, oh. kid. No, you're good. <laughs> You're good. You don't have to go to the closet with the dogs. We're in North Carolina. It's just a thunderstorm. She's related to two. That's 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 crazy. <laughs> that's funny. Um, but what what's her go-to snack, by the way? Her go-to snack lately. Yeah, when she has to hide in the closet. Oh, back then, at that point in time, it was uh, she would grab a couple of cheeses and some tomatoes. What? The kid oh, is man. tomatoes are crack for that kid. That's her favorite snack. Man, both you're uh, you're Kylie and our kiddos, man. Like, we got we got lucky because you know, like our kids just eat fruit or you know, uh, their snack is usually leftover dinner, or, um, you know, vegetables, whatever it might be. Uh, we don't really keep that other stuff because they don't they don't eat it. You know what I mean? You say you're lucky, and I agree with you. But on the hindsight, you've got to think back of the parenting that we've done with our kids. And I know how much you guys have changed your diets over the last couple of years. No different than we've had to change ours. Because Kylie's celiac. Your kids have got other things going on, too. And in all honesty, I think it's just the fact that we've shown them those good habits from very young ages. Yeah, they don't really know anything else. No, her idea of a snack is not to go grab a piece of candy. It's to go grab a piece of fruit off the counter, go grab her tomatoes if I have them. Yeah. Yeah, that makes Your a lot kids, of sense. Same. Absolutely. 
But speaking of diet, with that, that's another thing that I have to do. I have to very much watch myself on making sure that I'm eating healthy because I can tell you, man, through November and December, cakes, the cookies, the holiday candies, you name it, we baked it, we ate it. We, I mean, within reason, but we really did way more indulged than we normally do. I was dragging butt. And my brain was so fogged up. I could not think. I had to literally keep a notepad with me for everything because I couldn't remember it. Dude, you're so right. You are so right. Um, me and Sabrina, actually, uh, my last episode uh, last week, uh, we talked about how much just crap we were eating. And, uh, you know, I was making cookies with, like, I was baking cookies with crushed up Oreos. <laughs> um, oh, I, yeah. Uh, I ate a whole, like, family-sized share bag of M&Ms in one night. Like, it was awful. And w- one day I woke up and I felt sick. And I told I told Sabrina, I was like, uh, I don't know. I think I might be sick. And she goes, have you seen what you've eaten the past <laughs> month and a half? And I was like, okay, yeah, that might be it. <laughs> so, so I've been... It really messes with your motivation. <laughs> yeah, it, it messes with a lot. I don't think a lot of people understand that nutrition, and this is a little off topic, but it's very important. Nutrition definitely messes with your mental capability, 100%. Your gut health, your gut health and your brain health are, what is the word? Credit, see? I'm still coming off of the high of eating all the bad food. I'm only <laughs> on like week two of eating the good stuff. Symbiotic, is that the right word? They uh, work together. Yeah, yeah, okay. I, I see what you're Whatever. saying. Whatever. Yeah. yeah, I'm trying to come up with a fancy word for they work together, but I can't right now. Go ask Kylie. See if she can come up with it. I'm not waking her up. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Dang. Oh, yeah, yeah. Our kiddos are, are in bed as well. We're trying to get them to bed earlier. Um, we've been putting them to bed around 8 o'clock. So. Yeah, it's Friday night. She gets 8 o'clock. The rest of the week, she gets 7 so that we can get up and get school started so that she can run with the neighbor kids in the afternoon. Heck, yeah. Got that uh, reward. So for so back uh, to what you were back to what you were talking about with the organization. But I have that cabinet in there. I keep everything. There's buckets designed out for each week or for the week, and then the books. Everything is in a binder, already pulled out. Like all the worksheets, everything else Monday through Friday are organized by what subject they are. And then I have a teacher planner. And that teacher planner is my life. It has Jesse's extra schedule, and by extra I mean like deployments, TDYs, it's going to be a late night because so-and-so is showing up at work, plus we've got riding lessons in there, Girl Scout stuff in there, and then all of her school stuff. So that teacher planner, I swear I'll never, ever buy another planner again. Teacher planners are the way to go. Wow. Uh, do you, is there a, um, a specific brand or uh, location that you go to buy it at? Amazon, and in all honesty, all of them are pretty similar. It's just whatever pretty design you want on yours. Okay, so just search bar, teacher teacher planner. Yes. Okay. Those things are the poo. (laughs) In the the, uh, radio-censored version. Yes. (laughs) Trying to keep it clean for you. Hey, man, I I can, you know, edit this as explicit. You know, we're all good, you know. Oh, and uh, no, no, uh, uh, not sponsored by Amazon, by the way. <laughs> no, definitely not. We just happen to in have a habit, and it's a bad yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh man. Yeah. It's. Uh, I. I don't know. I think uh, once these stimulus tech checks came through, Amazon saw a surge in purchases again. 
And did you see TVs at Walmart? Five ninety nine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's all that's all besides the point um, for, so so teacher planners um, off Amazon uh, that's a I'll actually look into that I just bought a planner for the first time um, well not for the first time but this year my first planner this year and uh, I've been very active in it um, I haven't been successful at planners before I usually at some point start falling off and not really uh, utilizing it to its full potential but uh, this one, I actually, I really enjoy it. And um, I have it open whenever I'm in a meeting at work, I have it open whenever I'm, you know, texting and trying to figure out uh, when the next interview is going to be, I am have it open. And so usually my go-to is I'll put it in my phone and then next thing you know, a, a kid comes up or the wife comes up and then you're off to doing something else and then you totally forget. And then the day of shows up and you're like, oh, you know, I totally forgot. So uh, this planner has been fantastic. Oh, yeah. And small tip, when you put it in your phone, set a reminder for like 24 hours earlier. Ooh, that's a good one. I, usually I always do that. That way I actually remember minutes. it. <laughs> yeah, I usually have the uh, default 10 minutes or 30 minutes before uh, it happens, and then it's too late at that point. So Yes. That's why I always say that 24 hours, because it gives you that day before, and you're like, oh, crud, I forgot I said I do that. Got it. I'm not going to drop the ball on this one. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so going into 2021, if you had, besides the planner, that's some wonderful advice. Um, along with that, do you have any suggestions for somebody who just does not do well at organizing and kind of allowing that goal to take center stage and then helping our listeners achieve that goal? Like, What advice do you have? Start small. Your entire house doesn't have to be organized. Your entire life doesn't have to be organized. Pick one room and pick one of the easier rooms, like your bedroom. The kitchen's not the best place to start because that's a lot of organization in there, and that's a lot of cleaning at all times. So pick the small spot. Your room, you can control that. There's minimal traffic in and out. Start there, and once you get that down, move to the next area. And when I say your room, if it's something in your life, and we're not talking house and cleaning, because in my life, that's all it is right now. Pick one aspect of your life that's small that you can control and that you know that you can start planning and keeping organized. And then once you get that down, you can move on to the next thing. And eventually, by a couple of months down the road, you're going to have everything where you want it. Don't take off a huge chunk right off the top. That's uh, that's actually a really good point. Um, I think that's something that we all kind of uh, fail to realize in the beginning. You know, when we see a new year show up, I mean, you see it on inst on uh, social media. You know, there's memes about it everywhere. You know, where the the gyms get flooded and so on. And I, I think it's just natural for us to see a new year. We think you know motivation to change and start something new and we jump head first into the deep end and realize we can't swim once we get there. And instead of trying to, you know, take one, one step at a time through the shallow until you can start swimming in the deep, you know, people end up, you know, quitting. They're drowning. Yeah. They quit before they can finish their goals and it never aspires to anything else. You have the same goal again next year. Exactly. So instead yeah. of repeating that cycle, start small, work your way up, no matter what that goal is. So what my you, goodness, uh, if your goal is the gym, do not start at the gym in January. Wait until like mid-February. I was actually scrolling back through my Facebook, and you know how it comes up with those posts from previous years? So yeah. I used to live in the gym. 
And come January or February, I was so frustrated. I couldn't even get to an elliptical or any piece of equipment I wanted because they were so flooded. So if your goal is weight loss or healthier living or something, go for a walk. Until the gyms slow down, just go for a walk. That is such a good point. I mean, all all exercise is exercise. You know, you don't have to start up at a CrossFit gym or start doing some crazy hit workouts or, you know, sprinting, you know, a mile a day, like, you know, go for a walk, go outside, you know, uh, start small. Absolutely. And, uh, I think a really good point that my wife actually presented to me is that, um, you know, starting small and then working big, you're building, you know, that good habit. But on the flip side of that, if you start big and you burn out by the second month, and that becomes your norm, you're starting to build that as a habit. So if you choose to go small and you work up to those bigger goals that, that you can attack throughout you know, the middle of the year or towards the end of the year, you're building a positive habit, a good habit that you know, will only keep you within that, that progression realm. And uh, that's kind of the point of this whole podcast is progression, not regression. And if you're starting off the year just going, you know, head deep into the deep end, you're going to regress from just drowning under pressure and anxiety. You know, start small, start small and build those positive habits in progression and progress through the year. Um, That's actually something that we talked about this last episode um, was starting small. I think we touched on it a little bit. was yeah starting small because you know i i chose a goal as well uh, a word um and my word is consistency and i want to be consistent with whatever i'm choosing to do you know consistent if it's once a week twice a week you know once a day it doesn't matter i just want to be consistent because that's where i lack is consistency and uh so that was that was my goal you know and my goal isn't to be fully 100 percent consistent by february 1st Mine is to be fully consistent, you know, have my day-to-day consistency by December 31st because it's a year. It's a whole year of change and implementation, and that's what it's going to take to grow and actually become the person that I want to be is, is the full year. And that allows me to take those small steps and take, you know, be consistent with, you know, making dinner at a certain time every night. You know, and that's, that seems easy, but it's actually very difficult. Absolutely fabulous goals, but it is not easy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, and, and if I'm consistent with just making dinner at like 4.30 every night, and then I can start being consistent with, you know, getting the, the, the kids to bed at the same time every night, getting into the gym at the same time every day, reading one page a night, you know, whatever my next realm of consistency is i i've practiced with just that small getting dinner on the table by 4 30 and i can apply what i learned with that small experience into bigger experiences as they come until i'm fully consistent by december 31st it doesn't need to be by february 1st no it doesn't and don't forget it's okay to fail oh yes absolutely i mean you don't learn anything unless you fail you know like like adversity creates contrast contrast creates learning absolutely i mean through failure you learn a a lot of people think that successful people never fail and that's the complete opposite no Uh, look look at the most successful people in the world and look at where they failed before you see them now you know what i mean like it's it's crazy but the the difference between them and you or us 
is that a lot of times when we fail, we don't try again. We say, screw it, man, like I, I just can't do it. The people who are consistently successful learn from that failure and attack it differently until they succeed. And so yes. I think that's going through this year and starting to organize and plan and getting that plan of attack for the year, starting off small, you know, finding that one thing you want to do, start off small, and then accept the fact that you are probably going to fail and that's okay, but learn it from is. it. Learn from guess, it. Absolutely. Guess what? I've totally failed at least twice this year already. <laughs> I failed already too. Yeah, I haven't been pretty consistent at all. <laughs> January is World Carnivore Month. I told mom I would join her with it because, I mean, it's predominantly how we eat anyways. It's just a change from end of November into December for us. It's not a huge change. But, man, the sugar cravings. I may or may not have finished up that pack of M&Ms that I didn't quite finish up the week before, a couple of days ago. Yeah, especially coming out of the holiday season and you just eat nothing but sweets. And then January come around, and you try and just, you know, turn it off. It's so impossible. It is impossible. It's so hard on yourself, you know? <laughs> no, you know what? I enjoyed the crud out of them. Now they're not in the house, and now I have nothing to go and grab. Yeah, I said the same so thing. So I'm going to call that a successful thing. <laughs> yeah, don't go to the grocery store hungry. Yeah. That's oh how you my fail. God, I, I made that mistake, 100%. I bought the M&Ms, another bag, after I finished the last ones, I bought another one, um, all because I was hungry at the grocery store. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's, uh, if, if, if listeners don't know that one yet, um, that is probably the greatest bit of advice from this entire episode is don't go to the grocery store hungry. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> You'll save money. don't go money. with your spouse when they're hungry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, feed your kids before you go. 100%. Yes. Um, fantastic. Uh, one last thing I want to say, um, is that, uh, you know, the importance of not beating yourself up, you know, um, so many times we, we are naturally our greatest critic, you know, like we, we do some things to please or impress other people, whatever it might be. But a lot of times, if you look at the standards you think those people are holding against you, it's oftentimes your own standards you're holding against yourself, and you think that they hold you to that same standard. And so as you go through this year and you're starting to make that change, make that progressive step, and you fail, don't beat yourself up. Because beating yourself up is only going to discourage you it's going to make you not want to progress. It's going to make you not want to try. And you're just going to fall into old habits until the next year rolls around. And then you're really going to beat yourself up. So take it easy on yourself. It's okay. We all make mistakes. We all stumble. We all fall. It's fine. You had to fall before you learned how to ride your bike. You know? So. But, uh, Nicole. So man, this was a. We... Oh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we sure the biggest takeaway is to don't go to the grocery store hungry or it's okay to fail and pick yourself back up? Because I'm pretty sure both of those are just as equally important here. So if, uh, if I'm not mistaken, let me see if I got this right. Don't go to the grocery store hungry. And if you fall, um, just brush yourself off, grab yourself a bag of M&Ms and uh, exit the grocery store. Is that and a... if you're going to eat that bag of M&Ms, I'm going to tell you right now, positively enjoy the crud out of them and then don't go back and buy another pack yeah 
if if okay, that's a that's a great point. If your if your goal is to like cut down on sweets, don't just right now stop. You know, a progressive step is limiting, starting to limit those steps. You know what I mean? Like if if you eat M&Ms daily, if your if your thing is to go every single day, and I think a, mo- a more common one is probably uh, energy drinks. If you drink energy drinks every single day, and your goal is to not drink as many, drink one every other day. Start small. You know what I mean? You don't have to you don't have to jump into the year and say, all right, no more energy drinks. You know, because it's the exact same uh, situation that we've been talking about the whole episode. Is you're you're jumping into the deep end. You know what I mean? Like your body is yeah, used to having it every single day. You're gonna be my mother for the day. first week. You say what? I said you're gonna be my mother for the first week. Oh, she thought she was gonna quit coffee cold turkey. Ooh, ooh, good luck, good luck. Yeah, Actually, no, that lasted about a week. But she's eating really good, and she hasn't touched all the sweets and everything else. She was able to quit everything else. She just failed with the coffee. Her answer is, you know what? I'll try again next month. Well, and something to. Something to think about is if you have that type of um, addictive personality where you're doing something constantly and you want to cut down on it, be careful because if you if you jump into just like I said or like you said, you know, cutting it off full turkey, you know, there's a potential that you're just going to fill that spot with some other type of addiction, right? Like if 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 whatever you're yeah, doing that vice is, is not going to be any better than the one that you just had. Exactly. Like if if you're doing something that you know stresses you out and your goal is to not do that because it stresses you out or or excuse me if you know you go to something like for me you know eating candy like m&ms or whatever it's it's just you know that that movement of you know just eating one m&m here and there you know it's it's almost like a stress relief almost you know what i mean and if i were to just cut that out right now i would have to fill something else or or throw something else in that spot to you know cover for that stress relief and so if you're looking to cut down on whatever it is this year and you try and cut it out cold turkey, you have to be very cautious that you don't just fill that addiction with something else. And, uh, you know, just keep your eye on that. Um, that was one last thing I, I wanted to say. Um, but this is a, this was a fantastic episode, Nicole. Um, I had a lot of fun. Uh, 100%. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Is there is there anything else, um, maybe final thoughts that you have for our listeners that uh, you might want to say before we close down? I think you pretty much covered it all. Just one step at a time. Nothing has to be a big hurry. Nothing has to be a big rush. Small small goals reach the big big major goal. Absolutely. Well, um, I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate you talking. It was um, really fun. And uh, I can't wait to have our listeners, uh, you know, hear this episode. Um, it's a, it's almost a change of pace from our usual, usual episodes. Um, our episodes can be a little heavy because we have some pretty deep conversations. But uh, this one was really fun, and I really appreciate you coming on. And uh, thank you. Yeah. So um, I can't wait to maybe do it again in the future. I'd love to have a a, a wife's episode on. Um, you know, just talking about the, the struggles of being at-home moms. Um, I think that's something that actually a lot of our listeners need to hear. But um, There is, I was about to say, there are some struggles with that. Just remember, I'm not your typical at-home mom. Well, nobody's I did really what you did. at-home mom. <laughs> I did what you did already. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyways, I appreciate you coming on, and I appreciate you talking with us. Um, 
for all of you guys listening, I'm very proud of you guys again for coming and hitting that play button, coming in and listening to this episode. If uh, you know you're trying to make that change this year, you know small steps, and uh, you know just uh, if nothing else, listen to this podcast every week because we'll be here to help you out. Um, remember, it's all about uh, progression, never about regression. Okay, um, always progress, never regress. You can't change yesterday and you can't predict tomorrow. All you have is today. So in in the spirit of the new year, take a small step every single day. Take one bigger step than you did yesterday and you'll always be in that state of progression if you live that way. We appreciate you guys for coming and uh, you guys have a wonderful day.